Hello. Hello, Merlin. Good morning, Dan. How are you today? I'm very well. How are you? Doing good. Ah, oh, you sound so soothing. Me? Yes, you're a yeah. balm. A balm you're for a balm. the ears. Ear balm. Ear balm. Hi. Have you tried Dan's ear balm? <laughs> that sounds so terrible. Yes. I am afraid. Put Dan's balm in your ear. <laughs> Where there will be consequences. I like that. You know, I just started a new pen hmm. and these <laughs> pens come with the little, little ball of, I don't know, are they plastic? What is it that's on the well, end of The you? little waxy end you take off? Oh, I love that thing. Do that's you? like the highlight of my week is when I get to, you know, or month Our when I get to start. Our would have been different pen. if cheap Bic pens had that. I don't know. I used to dry out a Bic pen real fast or a paper mate. I was a paper mate man in college. Remember paper mates? They were yeah. real, they were real greasy. They were nice. What was the one that came out in the eighties that you could? It was erasable. The first erasable uh, mass yeah. market pen. Early eighties. That was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Did it was real. Your... I mean, it was real gross and like, I don't know. It's sort of like you know, space pens have that. It's I don't know, oily, greasy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm talking exactly how to say, but like, you take something like a fine tipped. Uh, the brand's escaping me, but a lot of them like really excel at like, I make exactly the line that you expect. And other ones kind of go, nee, nee, nee. <laughs> <laughs> that's my description of a pen. I like uh, the sound effect a lot. I do remember that. I feel like it might've been a paper mate pen that yeah, did I think it, that. And it had a little, if I remember this right, I think the eraser on it was gray, like a light gray I color all eraser. I remember being in, uh, we used to call it junior high. No, it's middle school for some reason. I was in junior high and I remember that coming out. <laughs> yeah. They had that and they had, um, what was the name of the eraser that you would get usually for like art class, but you had to go get it yourself. And it oh, was, yeah. it, it, it wasn't that, you know, that like there's the regular sort of parallelogram eraser that you would have like the gray on one half and the pink on the other half. Not yeah. that. This Don't use was, that gray side, man. I'll tear up your paper. And what was the point of that thing? Well, no, that was I'm, great. The gray side was theoretically for ink, I think. I guess so. It never worked. No. But, no, but then the, they, pink, the pink, the pink parallelogram was a classic eraser. Yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah. And, but then they had the, uh, the other kind of eraser that was malleable and it was like mm -hmm. a gray it was like putty. putty. Yeah. What was that one called? Uh, I think that is, I don't know what it's called, but I think that you, the reason they did it in our class, if memory serves, is yeah. you could shape it into like a little dagger for precisely removing like a certain area. Yeah. There are also those white ones that made lots of eraser spooge. Needed eraser? Is that what I'm thinking? Needed eraser. You know, that's K-N-E-A-D-E-D. Kneaded. Kneaded. I kneaded you. Just yeah, that's it. That's it. By Faber Casteller. Faber Castell. Faber, Faber Castell. You can still buy these things. Kneaded eraser, also known as a putty. <laughs> Say it. Also known as a putty rubber. Putty. <laughs> I don't wait. Get over here, you little. Is a tool for artists. It's What's usually it called? Say it again. <laughs> kneaded eraser or putty rubber. That sounds it, so English. Usually made of a that gray. Like their word for like sandwich or something. Ah, or, I have a putty rubber. <laughs> right. Or white pliable material and resembles the put, putty, the putty or rubber's chewing gum. The putty rubber is the one that makes the, the eraser spooge. Well, I'm putting or, a link in the show notes. Thank you. Uh, Dan, uh, in as much as you can say, where would people find show notes for episode 422 of your Back to Work program? Uh, 5by5.tv slash B as in brethren, two is in mm. the number, W mm. as in walrus slash, mm. what did you say, 422? 422. 422. 422. Goo -goo 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 
I was hoping that we would have paused the show so that we could have come out with episode 420 on 420. I know we screwed up. Well, you we know what? Really we were distracted by having to pre-record. Yeah, and, and you know it's not okay. So on the, on the hierarchy of podcast annoyances, <laughs> there's um, another eraser called the Magic Rub. Mm, <laughs> capturing that by Prismacolor. Hmm, Magic Rub. Yes, I'm hmm. sure you've seen one of these. These are the kind that yeah, they have them it, in my neighborhood. You can go around. <laughs> it's like seventy five bucks. I never. I was not a paste or glue eater. But this Prismacolor Magic Rub is the kind you really do want to bite into. Okay. Oh, God. I remember I there was one day about at, the, at the bus stop, a, a Japanese kid showed up. And mm. he, we, no one had ever seen him before. He just showed up at the bus stop. Just showed up. And he was Japanese in the sense that he had just come from Japan. Oh, he's he did, fresh. He did not speak English. I don't know how he made it in my, I'll call it a, a rough streetwise kind of Philadelphia school, grade mm-hmm. school, where even the kids that did speak English were still getting beaten up. Sure. And so what he did, he showed up, he walked out, and we're all like, hey, who's the, who's the new kid? And he opened up a special Japanese case that had what I now know would be called manga or uh-huh. uh, anime characters on it. <laughs> <laughs> Email Dan and uh, and uh, the, the the backwards black and white comics. Yes, and yeah. not 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 the kind you, uh, you guys like, listeners, and not the hentai stuff. Oh no, is that the one with the octopuses? Yeah, it has that. Is that the one with restraint? What's the one where you wear like a zentai? Zentai is the one where you wear a special suit. I think. I don't have to yeah. look. Anyways, into that. Uh, so he opens up his special. So he Japanese opens up case. his special case, and he has inside of it these erasers, and other pens and things like that, that now you and I would instantly say, oh, he went to that, you know, the store in Japantown in San Francisco I'm, and just I wasn't going to be racist. I get one racist comment a month. And that was this <laughs> Japanese people have the best stationary. They do. They really stop. do. And you, you know, the one in Japantown, man, it's, that's ooh, the best that, that I spent hours in there last time I was there. Oh, it's, it's like fractal. Like the more you look at the blank <laughs> notebooks, the further you get in, they I all have wackadoo titles and names. How can oh my you, live God. you can in buy that a city? Little, you can buy a little bag of rubber fruit. It's the best. It's the best. So we have something here in Austin called the H Mart, which is mm-hmm. like, uh, I think it's a Korean Japanese kind of a place. Doesn't wow. even scratch the surface yes. of what you guys have there in, in Japantown. I mean, that's like getting a burrito in Kansas, la, la, la. Yeah, that's, you don't want to do that. <laughs> so anyway, the, he pulls out these erasers and these pencils and pens, and he starts handing them out to the, to the kids based on who was the most threatening to him. In the Japanese style. Like you'd hand somebody your card with two hands. That's, that's right. So he bribed, so, so like the two he ways I learned everyone. from Oz. I learned from Oz. There's two ways you survive. <laughs> One way is, you know, you punch the biggest guy. Right. The yep. other way is you, um, you give, <laughs> you pro- pro- provide or allow certain gifts. Yes. And in so this case, he's like the guy that'll like do your taxes for you. Right. He's handing out all these things. Is that, is that like, is that like Tim, uh, Tim, uh, not Tim Burton. Who's Tim, the guy in Tim the movie McGraw. with the Rita Hayward? What? Tim, Tim McGraw in mm-hmm. that movie with the Rita Hayworth poster where he does everybody's finances. Yes. He's like that. Except uh, for the, the Japanese Redemption. style, you do it with tiny erasers. Yes. And so, of course, 
I, I'm watching him, you know, the bullies got their pick or whatever they wanted. And then he kind of moved on to like the regular kids. Then he finally made his way to like the little nerdy runts like me. And I got one little, I vividly remember this thing. A, it, and the erasers were pure white, like, <sighs> like, and they were made of some kind of material that it wasn't plastic, it wasn't rubber, it was yes. an in-between, it was amazing. And mine had some kind of little, it looked like, I knew what Hello Kitty was, It, but it wasn't Hello Kitty, it was like a Hello Kitty adjunct, it was like a friend that was a like a little... Oh, uh, it might have been a peckle or a karapi. Something like that, I don't well, know. It might have been a duck or a frog. I, I have no idea anymore what it was, but mm-hmm. I, I remember or I just bad got bats, the one. Bad Bats Maru, yeah. And I cherish this thing, but every day, the temptation to bite it was so strong because it looked like one of these kind that you want to bite. And I under I, to, I hate how much I understand me. what you're talking about. I just wanted to bite through just a sliver. I just wanted to bite a little sliver off of this thing. I never used uh, it. There's so many things you want to bite in life. I, I know. I mean, let's go Where back do to you silly begin? putty. Didn't you ever want to bite a silly putty? Oh, I bit I silly mean, putty. Oh, I bit so much stuff, Dan. I've bitten and bitten. <laughs> My daughter likes to remind me of, of two canonical stories from my youth that are very short. One is that uh, apparently at the age of about, mm, I'm going to say six or seven, my mother woke up on a Saturday morning and discovered me sitting on the floor in the kitchen with my Adam 12 lunchbox and an entire bottle of Flintstones vitamins. And I had a knife and a fork and I was cutting them into pieces and eating them. <laughs> <laughs> can you OD on those? I bet you can. I don't know. Yabba dabba do. You know uh, what I'm saying? Those had such a specific like taste that the nothing chalky, else had. That kind of chalky component. Yeah. It's like if Necco wafers were good. Yes. Yes. And the other one was uh, one time I chewed some batteries. Because don't you want to chew a battery? No. Like when you look at a nine volt battery, don't you wonder, because you feel it a little bit and you can tell it's a little toothy. Don't you wonder what it would be like to, and with your back teeth, not your front teeth, with your back, don't you want to like, ah, just bite into a nine volt battery? I mean, Never had that? No, I haven't. I have definitely touched a, a one to my tongue to feel the, the oh, sort it's of not metallic. Just, no, 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 no. It's not just that taste, if you know what I mean. It's also <laughs> that I, I, I bit into some double A's and they were all spent batteries, I think. I, I don't know. We were keeping them for Jesus or something. I don't know. <laughs> and and she, she, she walked out and I, I was chewing a bunch of batteries. Hi, mom. Good morning. So she called Poison Control. They said, your son's an idiot, but he'll be fine. <laughs> right. I didn't call you to pass judgment on my son. I called you to save his they life. You should have a separate line where you can just ask, is my kid an ignoramus? Uh-huh. And then if needed, they'll pass like first level support and they'll right. patch you through the poison the control. No, exactly. My son's eating leaves. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's another, there's a, I found another one. It's the Pentel click eraser, pencil style grip eraser black. Oof. Um, that uh, that had uh, this something I found later in life that had the same style, uh, beautiful white eraser quality to it. That it's it's the kind that it's like a pen in that it looks like a pen and it's shaped like a pen, but instead of clicking out a pen, oh, I know or what you're lead, talking about. And the little the little white dog yeah. when this comes out, yes, <laughs> click click click. <laughs> yeah, that. Yes, it's white though. It's well, you know. Yeah, you as, you, as you do. Yeah, I say American American, and and that comes out, and, and if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, you ever see you ever seen that with a dog? It's very upsetting. Um, <clears throat> I know you're not a huge fan of dogs, but sometimes they'll just man, they will just post some wood, and <laughs> <laughs> one wonders why. My beagle, my beagle had an amazing boner. It was incredible. Um, 
Now here, I'm going to tell you what I love about your uh, your new boy at school. I love so much about that anecdote. Uh, I, I love that he came in and he had a special Japanese case. I think that's super cool. So yeah. he's not he's not putting he didn't come in with a data center or later a trapper keeper. <laughs> right. He came in with his own his own tools his own his own. Uh, he had his hands on his uh, on his weapons, as Steve Bannon said. Yeah. So he brings that in. Right. He opens it up. Maybe he's got some anime comics, and then email Dan, and then. What does he do? He has a plethora of erasers. Yep. So he's telegraphing. I'm a boy who makes mistakes, but I like to fix them. <laughs> Love that about this boy. We should give him a name. And he, let's call him Troy. <laughs> Troy. So Troy comes in and he says, I'm a boy who makes mistakes, but I like to fix them. That's great. So super disco. But then guess what? He's going to share them. Who does he start sharing with? Top of the ladder. Right. You got Nelson Muntz gets one, you know, every, every, all, all, all the mean boys get one, but he also includes the other kids. I love everything about this. And, yeah, and at the end of the day, I don't think he had any left. And then of course the next day, everyone kind of came up to him and was like, you got anything more. else? And he just shook his head. No, but it didn't matter. He was already cool, you know, and, yes. and, and he was under protection at that point. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> like, the, what is it? Like the joint, like the joint up? What? What is it called? What do you say? What are they saying? Goodfellas? Um, light the joint. Light the joint. Yeah. You light a is match. Light you bust you, the you joint up. Bust the joint out. You bust light the joint out. That's that. I think yeah. that's it. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And I love, I love the liquor coming in the front door and going out the back door. <laughs> <I know>. uh, <laughs> oh, Martin. Yeah. Martin, Martin, Martin. I call uh, him Marty. But... I already love this episode. Hey, there's the boner eraser. Okay. They have it at office despot. Oh, that's right. I said don't open these because if ads. anyone wants to send me Japanese erasers, I still want some. Yeah, I don't blame you. So hmm. you know, hmm. listeners, if you've got an like an overstock situation, let me know. What if they have bite marks in them? What if they're pre? No, I want to bite them. I don't want other people to okay, bite so my don't eraser, send Dan. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. But please, <laughs> only unbitten erasers. Yeah, he'll, he'll know if you did. And what if they I, just put it in their mouth a little bit, like gum it? Should it be, should it be, it's like Halloween candy and the razor blades. Should it be in the original packaging? Ideally. I, ideally it's mint, you know, and I, I can enjoy opening this thing up myself. Mint in plastic. Mm -hmm. Yes. Totes agree. Wow. Okay. Well, let's button this up. Dan, uh, <laughs> I love this show. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder why we do this, but this is why we do this for the <laughs> people. That, do you wonder? Why do we do this? Why do we do this? Because <laughs> otherwise, how would people know about Putty Rubber and the Magic Rub? That's right. Or the, the the dog boner eraser. Click, click, or click. you sent me a picture of medium needed putty rubber. Yes, they did. Windsor what? and Newton. The Are Windsor they a sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> Where are I'd like to tell you about something I like. It's eraser called, It's called needed putty rubber. <laughs> needed putty rubber. Hmm. <laughs> Brexit. Dan, why don't you tell me about something you like? I would love to tell you about Luna Display. L Luna. Luna Display is the only hardware solution that turns your iPad into a wireless display for your Mac. Uh, this is amazing because it lets you use your iPad <clears throat> as a... And think about this. Your iPad, by nature, does not want to be plugged into anything. This becomes mm. a portable second display for your Mac. There's virtually zero lag on this thing. Beautiful image quality and... It's amazing because you now have the freedom to bring your workspace with you wherever you go. It sets up in no time. You plug this tiny little, um, they have a, a regular USB and a USB-C version of this little, I don't know what to call it. It's not 
It's not a thumb drive. It's not a dongle. It's the tiny. It's super tiny. You plug hmm. this into your Mac and now your iPad miraculously becomes an extension of your Mac. You can move windows between your Mac and your iPad because it is just like a second screen. But what you can do is you can set it as your main screen if you want. And then you can like go somewhere else and you have just your iPad, but it's your Mac on your iPad. Dan, Dan, you said this in a, I'm sorry to interrupt you. You said this in a previous episode and I assumed that you were lying. <laughs> so I tried that. My daughter and I sat there on the, on, on our burrow couch Yes, <laughs> in my Mac Weldon shirt. And uh, I, and I, uh, I did that. I, I plugged it into my laptop, 2015 MacBook Pro, MacBook Pro. And I did the thing. I did the thing, connected up super fast. And then I tried what you were saying and it is dark magic. It's a, some Melisandre level stuff real upsetting that it actually did work. I picked up my iPad, bloop, the menu comes to life. And now I'm using a Mac on my iPad. I didn't believe you. And I apologize for that because you were right. Well, it, it, <sighs> because it sounds impossible. It, it sounds, sounds like impossible. something that wouldn't work, but mm. it turns your Mac into a, uh, as Merlin says, a touchable device. Mm -hmm. And you can, it, so it does respond to touch interactions. What some people have asked me is, wait, what if I want to like type? You can use an external keyboard too if you want. You can even use Apple Pencil if your iPad supports it. It's pure genius. Uh, yeah. And back to work listeners will get an exclusive 10% discount on Luna Display. Go to Luna, L U N A, Luna, just like uh, Luna Lovegood from uh, mm -hmm. Harry Potter fame. Mm -hmm. I think she's behind this. I think she's the one that's making this. Luna Display. I, I like her so much. I'm really glad she finally she got it a startup that works. That's so good. Promo code back to work, one word at checkout, and you'll get 10% mm -hmm. off. Highly recommend this thing. It's yes. it's not just cool and, and fun, not, but and it's, it's great. It's not super costly. No, it's not. I, I, I they don't want us to say that probably, but like I'm just gonna say, I mean, for the amount of dollars that this costs, it is a little bit of black magic. It's really cool. It's actually really cool. So go check it out at lunadisplay.com. Promo code, uh, back to work. Ha ha, Dan, uh, breaking news. I am on the website of Windsor and Newton. Uh, Windsor and Newton, I'm on, the, I'm on the, uh, the, uh, the website for medium needed rubber. It's two pounds 35, whatever that means. The description is a medium-sized plastic or putty rubber putty rubber, which may be molded to a fine point for minute erasures. Mm. Oh, this is so English. Use for, for, useful for picking out highlights in erasing pencil, charcoal, chalk or charcoal without smearing. It's out of stock right now, but it's £2.35. Also on this page, we have links to Artist's Willow Charcoal and Artist's Hog Brush. <laughs> this also leads me to the safety data sheet for Windsor & Newton Needable Putty Rubber. <laughs> And it's really, really, I sent you a link. I don't I've, know if I'm looking, work. I'm looking at it. This is very English. I'm just here to tell you, I'm not, I'm not suggesting you should bite into a putty rubber, but I'm telling you, I'm reading what it says here. There are not, it's not classified under any physical health uh, or, or, or hazards. It's all fine. It's not classified. It does not contain any substances classified as PBT or VBBPB. I don't know what that means. Here, here you go. Composition, no ingredients classified as hazardous. Okay? I mean, that's important. Further on, you got in inhalation, ingestion, skin contact, and eye contact. For ingestion, it says, no specific recommendations. If throat irritation or coughing persists, proceed as follows. Rinse mouth, get <laughs> medical attention if any discomfort continues. You know what it doesn't say here? It doesn't say don't bite the rubber. No, it doesn't. 
It doesn't say that. And it says, if in doubt, get medical attention promptly. Show this safety data sheet to the medical personnel. <laughs> I have a question, though, for the next... Rinse, you just rinse with water if you get a cough. Eat all you want. For the we'll next more. point, skin contact, it says rinse with water. Mm-hmm. How else are you going to use the eraser if not with your holding it with your skin? What are you supposed to hold it with? A gl- latex oh, glove or maybe something? Maybe they have a special uh, needed handling glove. <laughs> or a gauntlet, as they say. Protection mm-hmm. of first aiders. So if someone's coming oh. to, if you have, if you have you, accidentally obligated touched. to warn, you have to warn the first responders. <laughs> I have been mouthing a rubber. Right. Let them know. Let them know up front. But if you accidentally come in contact with this with your skin, you're, the the first aiders are supposed to use protective equipment appropriate yeah. for surrounding materials. Mm-hmm. If they're going yeah. to come and now help you with your ingestion or skin ton contact or inhalation of the medium needed putty rubber. Okay. Section 12. There are a few things we need to mention at this point. Okay. Uh, section 12, ecological <laughs> Hold on, I'm, information. I'm, I'm scrolling down. Yeah. It's on uh, page five. Okay. This is uh we have ecological information, toxicity based on available data. The classification criteria are not met. That's good to know. Acute toxicity in fish, not determined. Also not determined. Acute toxicity in uh, aquatic invertebrates, aquatic plants, and microorganisms, not determined. Still, you know uh, I, you know what I always say in science? No news is good news. <laughs> right? So put it in your mouth and don't worry about the fish. Yes, that's very scientific. Bite, bite the rubber. Bite the rubber. That's what they should say. That's a freebie. They can have that. Mm. Uh, I wonder what that, how you say this in Cockney, Cockney rhyming slang. Bloody rubber. No uh, data available on bioaccumulation. This is very thorough. They got their phone number in here. It's in the plus four four. Anyways, uh, that is, we'll put it in show notes. That's the Windsor and Newton medium needed putty rubber. Yes, anyway, they so did. So this pen yes, that I just pulled did. a little ball off of is a Pilot Precise V7RT, which stands for retweet. <laughs> and it is from Japan. And mm-hmm. um, I... I really dig, dig this pen. Adam Curry, the, the famous Adam Curry recommended this pen to me. And he, I didn't realize this, but this pen is mm-hmm. a clickable version of the Pilot uh, Precise Rolling Ball V7. But it clicks. Rolling Ball. But it clicks. So it doesn't have the, this is the pen that came out in the 80s that has the little circle up at the top by the clip part. And then has the little window to show you the amount of ink inside of it on the the bottom part that you hold. Oh, that's nice. And um, I'm sure you've seen the Pilot Precise. I'm using a Pilot Precise uh, V5. Pilot Pre- Precise oh, oh, V5. Oh, wait. Are those, do those have like the kind of gold case and the black ends? No. Pilot, no, I'm putting, Pilot, it, I'm putting it in the show notes now. Pilot Hold on. Precise You V5. know this pen, okay? Yeah, because it sounds like something I've had and liked. Oh, you've had this. Oh, I see. They sell these at our Walgreens. I've yeah, you these. can get these anywhere. I'll put it in the show okay, notes. Okay, this is the Pilot Precise V5 stick rolling ball pens, precision point ink, point five five pack of 12 black, patented precision point technology, smooth, skip-free writing, visible ink supply. This is a good pen. I've used this pen. That's yeah, a good pen. Uh, if you're but, writing on paper, it's good. What yeah. else would you be writing on usually? Uh, pill bags, uh, oh, yeah. lunch bags. See, now the IdentiPen, of which I am a fan and buy uh, in volume, the IdentiPen I'll write on pretty much anything. Uh, you know how the space pen is known for being in space. The IdentiPen is known for people being able to sign golf balls. Are you talking so, about the Sakura 441628 piece yes. IdentiPen permanent marker set of sorted colors? Oh, you know I am. Okay. 
That's a good ass pen. And 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 uh, NB, it has a, a fat end and a skinny end. It's like Laurel and Hardy, but <laughs> just a pen. just like we do. Ah, <laughs> uh, my weight is actually uh, dropping. What yeah. have you been? Uh, what have you been working on or doing up there? <laughs> you little binge and purge. Yeah, I got that. I got that. Okay, so my usual go-to pencil. I like this is I learned about this from uh, I think a pencil blog, but my favorite go-to pencil. I like the sharpenable Palomino Blackwing pencil. You always talk the about these, and every damn time we talk about them on this show, I add one to my cart on Amazon, and I sit there and I look at them like thirty dollars yeah. for five pencils, and I take it out of the it. damn oh, cart. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's that's high. Well, whatever, you know, whatever. I know, I know. I'm looking at uh, twenty four ninety five awesome. for twelve. Yeah. But, but now, if you like a mechanical pencil, now I have always been in the past a fan of, uh, fan of the uh, Pentel, you know, the Pentel, uh, the classic Pentel sure. mechanical pen- yeah. pencil. But if you want to go a little baller, you can move up to the Pentel Graph Gear 1000 automatic drafting pencil, 0.55 lead size brushed metal barrel, one each. Mm. And I think of this because your friend Adam Curry, who co-invented podcasts mm-hmm. with Dave Weiner, mm-hmm. uh, this one, this one is a similar deal where it's a real nice, big, fat, uh, what do they call that? It's grippy. It's got that uh, metally grippy. Yeah, you know I know what I'm talking about. What's that called? What's the word for that? <clears throat> but that that neural, it's knurled? Is it knurled? Knurled like a pistol? where you've got the crisscrossing lines. Crisscross going, applesauce. Yeah. Put your hands at the boss. Yes, <laughs> and this. What's nice is you go taka taka taka, and the little lead comes out. But you do a big chunk chunk, and the lead withdraws, much like a dog who's lost his ability to. But this it retracts with a click back into the barrel of the gun, and it's real cool. Pentel Graph Gear One Thousand. Well, since we're talking pencils, I will add and throw mine in. My favorite is the Stadler Mars 780 Technical Mechanical Pencil, which is in the show notes now. This is what we call in drafting circles and architecture circles a lead holder. Mm -hmm. And uh, I learned about this. Oh, I've totes had this one. When I was in 10th grade. And what's really cool about it, we used to use these in our drafting classes, um, which you would- I love that class. I love drafting class. The drafting where you do like- The tools are so good. uh, So good. And you do like the isometric projection of the screw, you know? Uh, But So uh, so I learned about this there and I've had one ever since. I really like these. Um, But the pain pain in the neck thing about it is, unlike a regular mechanical pencil where Mm -hmm. the lead is very thin and you just click it and a new piece of lead comes out when it's necessary- this has a thicker lead, just like the lead inside a traditional pencil, and mm-hmm. you have to sharpen it, but you yes. sharpen it either with a separate sharpener, which is really a cool excuse to have something cool on your desk. It's like you put it in there and you spin it around and woo, oh yeah, or mm-hmm. there is actually a sharpener built into the little metal cap on the other end of the, the pencil. This so is, this that. is like if you need a pencil, but like Emacs. Get the German pencil. <laughs> yeah. Because like it's, a, it's got a little bit of learning curve and upkeep, but it's a real nice pencil. God, we've already helped so many people today. Oh, I mean, that's <clears> what the <throat> show is all about, isn't it? Got a lot of stuff here. Well, you made got me watch a, a video. Oh, we, are we jumping right in? I don't. Oof. Well, no. I mean, it's your show. You can do whatever you want. Well, I had some. <clears throat> just a bystander. Well, I got I, I got some small recommendations. Well, first of all, in terms of... Um, Housekeeping, did we cover all the things you wanted to talk about uh, as regards your new iMac? What's funny? I, there's one of these other items on this page with the pencil to consider. Yeah. I'm, I'm, no, please, please bring I'm it. send it to you. It is the- You're not talking about the hogs brush? No, the hay- 
Hey Fit Balloon Pump Portable Dual Nozzle Rose Red 11, 110 volt 600 watt electric balloon blower automatic inflator for decoration <laughs> birthday wedding Christmas party it's like a bouncy house for a hobbit but if hey you, Fit Balloon Pump Portable Dual Nozzle Rose Red 110 volt 600 watt electric balloon blower automatic inflator for decoration birthday wedding Christmas party if you hey Fit. did you click the link because it'll show you in the picture uh, you can see little toots coming up. Yeah, that's what got me. What's the Yeah, toots? it looks it looks like it's had something flatulent. <laughs> it does it looks it doesn't look like a little bouncy castle or like a little yes. uh, if Barbie was a little person. Uh, One thousand percent does. Oh, look at this. Woo! Three <clears> seconds <throat> fills a balloon. Now look, go to the third image and you can see has this ever happened to you of this girl about to have an aneurysm blowing up a balloon. <laughs> It's too hard. Look at the one on the left. Wow. They're really getting in there. Yeah. That's what the hand pump. Oh my gosh. Hmm. It's no way to live. <clears throat> Get the hay fit. But there's a little, the little toots popping out or what really. <laughs> I, am, I am air. It's a, it's a, for those just listening and not watching the show at home, there mm -hmm. are multiple one, two, three, four, five, about eight little puffs or, or streams of air that erupt into a cloud above the nozzle. Mm-hmm. I'll put it in the show. That'll be our show art. Oh, man. You're not going to do the putty rubber? I can do the putty. I could do the uh, putty it's rubber. It's your show, but I mean, oh, man, that putty rubber's handsome. <sighs> it's going to be a it's tough call. All caps. Uh, that's a tough call. That's a tough call. You know what? Use your judgment. You know, you know what's best. Yeah. Oh, you know the other one. I like, I like the coom. You know about the coom long point? You know about that one. Well, of course you, we've you told about me about that. that one. That's a very good picture. We should bring it up there. again, though. Coom uh, long point. <clears throat> let's see if i can find it. oh there it is you got the coom uh, you know what it's it's okay it's okay it's the coom as this one is the coom as2 two hole <clears throat> coom as2 two hole automatic long point pencil sharpener that's a good one it's made by coom k-u-m mm -hmm. <laughs> long point okay all right let's <laughs> let's let's move on i'm gonna close all of these tabs okay i gotta answer that tweet <clears throat> I recommended the uh, the Scotty uh, the Scotty Young Oz books to somebody at a meetup, and apparently his child likes them. The kid loves them and just started his second reading. Scotty Young Scotty Young Oz books are very good. That's not part of the show, but okay. I want to respond to the to the tweet. Um, so, uh, 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 oh, so uh, did we adequately mm, mm, did we adequately address everything as regards your new iMac? The iMac. The iMac is is performing exactly as I hoped it would. Um, enjoying the screen, the large, much larger than I was using screen. But I don't, I don't know if I'm using it to its full potential. Uh, I think I had gotten so used to using a 20, 21 and a half inch screen that I'm, mm -hmm. you know, maybe I'm not taking full advantage of what I could be doing with the bigger screen when I'm not editing something, but it's, it's nice. It's fast. I threw an extra, uh, you know, for 200 bucks, I got 32 gigs of Ram that I threw wow. in there on top of the existing eight gigs of Ram, uh, which has to be installed in pairs. So if you buy one of these and it comes with eight gigs, I would recommend the, the installation of Ram in an iMac, uh, at least the 27 inch ones, uh, the newer 27 inch ones is the same as it used to be, which is to say it's very, very easy. It's essentially right. a toolless setup. Uh, you, there's a little, you, you lay the iMac screen down on something, hopefully a towel or something uh, soft, and then you 
use your finger and you press a little button and the back panel pops off and then you just install the RAM by sliding it into place. It's super easy. It takes three seconds. So if you've never installed RAM before, don't, don't, don't buy one of these iMacs with more than the base RAM that it comes with. It's just not worth it. Um, it's, you can get them. At, I get them at Mac sales, uh, Mac sales.com, which is mm-hmm. one other world computing OWC. I think oh, they're, they're so great. I love that place. 200 bucks gets you 32 gigs of Ram. And I, uh, I, 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 to the extent possible, great. anytime I can, will buy stuff like hard drives and enclosures and stuff. Yeah. From OWC. I just, I find them so easy to deal with and, yeah, I just it's it's uh yeah. It, it, if you're not going to be buying from Amazon, you might as well be buying from them. Yeah, there you, you know you can our hard drive. You can find the same RAM that they sell. And so here's a what we call in the business a pro tip. Okay. This is a not quite a life hack. Okay. 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 You can find the RAM that you want on uh, Otherworld Computing maxsells.com, which is in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And then you can Find, so you'll use our little wizard to find the exact RAM that you need. And then you can take that RAM and search for that RAM on Amazon and Mac sales or other world computing sells it on Amazon. So you can take advantage of prime if you have prime Oh wow! Uh, and, and get it. And it's the same price. It's not going to be any cheaper on Amazon, but you can usually get it shipped faster, which That's is another cool. pro tip. Yeah, they're taking over everything. But the iMac has been great. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. I would, I would definitely recommend it. Um, I don't, you know, it's it's a Mac. It's nice. The screen is nice. Oh, I love mine. Mine's from 2015, and I still love, love, love it. Great. Uh, people were saying, "Why didn't you get the Pro?" Well, because I didn't want to spend seven thousand dollars. A lot of money. Yeah. 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 I mean. These are pretty capable, Max. I understand. All you have to do to make it into a pro is just pr- spray paint it like a dark gray. Yeah, I would. I would put some masking tape on at least the edges of okay. the, the monitor part of the monitor. <clears throat> I can but do you're that. Good to go. Put, I put it on a towel. And mm. I mentioned that I watched Venom. Oh wow! Did you have you seen it? Did you watch it? No, I heard it's not good. Yeah, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to. It's s- one of those movies like Aquaman, where like if you let go and just go, this is going to be a ride. I bet it doesn't totally suck. Yeah, it doesn't totally suck. There are some things in it that are really, mm, I don't know. Like there's some kind of feeling you get when you're watching certain movies where you're like, I know that the person who wrote this came up with the idea for it, like in high school and just fleshed it out. And like their mission was to get this movie made. And finally they did it. And like a lot of the jokes kind of fall flat and there's too many jokes. And, you know, making Venom, the character of Venom is a, well, I, I don't think I'm spoiling anything. So in the in the original Marvel universe, Spider-Man went to the Beyonders battle world. His costume got torn up. Mm-hmm. He went to get a new costume. He went to the wrong machine. And instead of the machine making him just a new regular costume, it spit out this black goop that became <laughs> a costume for him, which later was revealed to be a symbiotic life form that... sort of was a coding over him, but also started to affect his personality and make (laughs) him, make him do mean bad things. And its weakness is loud sound. So he went to a bell tower when the bell was ringing and in an effort to save itself, the symbiotic life form, which became known as venom went and dropped itself down onto a poor unsuspecting Eddie Brock news reporter, Mm -hmm. uh, rival to Peter Parker 
uh, who uh-huh. just happened to be standing at the bottom of the bell tower, and it went on to him, and it said, wait a second. Well, talk about some bad timing. This is even better than being on Peter Parker. And so it merged with Betty, Eddie Brock, who then became the villain known as Venom. That, that's interesting. There it's, you go. It's not clear to me in exactly if, because mainly because I haven't, I haven't like read any of the newer Venom stuff and I've forgotten a lot of the older Venom stuff. If it didn't seem to me in the comics, like Venom in and of himself as a symbiotic being like spoke and did things like it had an intelligence, but it didn't, I don't know if it communicated exactly, but in the movie, it is a fully conscious, separate entity that has a personality and makes really bad jokes. Like Deadpool's voice or more like, um, Oh God, who's the um, X Force guy that uh, is in love with the spaceship? That spaceship is him. Is it that kind of thing? It's oh. like it's kind of really part of him. Well, n- no, it's it's fully separate, and it it hmm. taught it speaks to him, and it it's got a very rough, almost Batmanish oh, voice, yeah, and okay. it'll like make dumb jokes, and like he'll walk by and he'll say, "Oh, he looks good. Let's eat him," and that's mm. basically the whole movie. Oh, okay, um, all right, that's and, hmm. yeah, and and. And so uh, that's the movie. Okay. And, all right. And it's it's a very weird, disjointed movie that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I guess the effects were okay. It, it it was it was okay. I'm I'm not sure people should watch this. You know, the biggest question that I had going into it was. Since there's no Spider-Man even mentioned or referenced in the movie, why does Venom? look the way Venom looks. And they got around this because in, in the comics, because Venom had merged with Peter Parker and because he was a, he was Spider-Man and had spider powers, the suit itself kind of looked like a Spider-Man suit. It had the spider logo on it. It had right. eyes in the same shape as Spider-Man's eyes. In this, none of that is really there. There is no web slinging. He doesn't sling around like he, like the real Venom does in the comics. Um, he doesn't have a spider symbol or logo on him. He doesn't have this little white patches on his um, the tops of his hands where the webs would shoot out. Uh, he does still have the sort of Spider-Man-esque eyes, but mm-hmm. he doesn't have... But it's, why, why it's, would that be? Why would that need to be the case, though, right? It, yeah, it doesn't make sense. In the case all, of Peter Parker, that made sense at the time. It made perfect sense at the time, but it doesn't make sense here. And he also has a mouth with giant fangs and a big tongue. Right. Um, even though when you see them in their natural state, they're just sort of blob-like creatures rolling around on the ground. Why does it have eyes and a big mouth and speak in that voice? It's mm-hmm. Anyway, Tom Hardy is always a joy to watch, but mm-hmm. he doesn't save the movie. Yeah. Sometimes when you watch a movie, I mean, the, based on what people have said about it, where his, you know, his accent moving around and stuff, I mean, I haven't seen the movie, so I shouldn't say, but sometimes you do get the feeling that like, you know, they had a limited amount of time and budget to do what they wanted to do. And yeah. sometimes that really shows like you couldn't yeah. do multiple, multiple takes and you know, all the CG stuff is costly and time consuming, but yeah, I love, I love him. I think he's great. I think he's fantastic. Phantom X was the character that I was thinking of with an F. Oh, I don't know that one. Uh, you gotta read this. You gotta read that comic I like. Tell me I what really... it is. I'll, I'll read it. I've been looking for something new. Oh my God. Get this trade. It is, uh, X. I think it's, I think it's Uncanny X-Force. Uncanny X-Force. And, uh, the writer is, I remember Jerome Pena is the artist. 
Uh, Rick Remender. Yeah, Rick Remender, yes. the complete collection, volume one. Would that do me well? Uh, well, I mean, you buying digital or hard copy? Uh, maybe I mean, hard I, copy. I would mainly I say know. get the first, get the first trade, uh, and then keep reading if you like. But uh, I've had you, I've had you Google Jerome Pena before. Yes, his penciling is bananas. Re- I mean, it's like if. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say if Jim Lee were good, but that's going to get me in trouble. But it's got a little bit of early 90s, like over-penciled texturing style, but he does it so flawlessly. Let's all Google Jerome Pena. Moises is rolling over in his grave if you talk about um, <laughs> talk about Jim Lee in a negative way. All right, all right, all right. Just search for Jerome Pena. I'm looking right now. Like, these covers are Look insane. at his penciling. Man. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, man, look at that guy. Oh, he makes Cable look good. Ugh, Wow. He's Speaking so of good. cable, I'm watching Deadpool 2 while I row these days. That's fun. That was a fun one. I'm halfway That's through, fun. maybe. Yeah. Okay, we got we got a lot here. We got a lot here. Uh, do you want to tell me about something you like, or should I recommend some things? Uh, let me let me first tell you about Mac Weldon. Oh, come on. Again, Mac again, Weldon? Again, Merlin. They Mac haven't Weldon. yet sold all of the clothes? No, they, well, they keep making more. Because I feel like more. I personally bought all of the clothes. <laughs> yeah, I think, so. I, I think I've helped you in that process. I'm surprised there hasn't been an intervention. <laughs> To help you, uh, you're uh, like with your like family I'm and friends. No, I mean Mac Weldon's a really good company. I mean, they do stuff like tell you what your discount is based on what's in your shopping cart. They're real smart about it. It seems like at a certain point there'd be a little pop up and go, "Hi, I'm Robert Weldon, <laughs> and I <laughs> we need to talk about your shirt problem, Marilyn." <laughs> well, I think I'm what I'm hearing from you is the same uh, thing that I have a problem with, which is when I find something that I like and that works. My inclination is to, not to hoard it necessarily, but to to mm-hmm. future proof my life by buying a bunch of it because I'm a, I'm scared it'll go away or I'm scared something will change, and I and so like when I find a sh- especially with a shirt, if if I can get a shirt that makes me look like Brad Pitt like theirs mm-hmm. do, then yes. I'm gonna buy a handful of them and keep them, and then anytime they oh they've got a new color great now I gotta go get the new but color. I feel like they, their shirts are made a little differently. Like the way they do the shoulders is unusual in the best possible way. Yes, that's what I'm. That's the Brad Pitt Fight Club physique that I'm getting. The Fight from this. Club physique that you're getting. Yes, yes. They can use that. Mm-hmm. They can have that. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. But they. So if you haven't gathered by now, listeners, the Mack Weldon is a fantastic clothing company. It's for men. Uh, and they started from scratch. They've engineered their own fabric. They've come up with these incredible design processes that guarantee that when you get one of the, whether it's their shirts or the socks or the, the pants or whatever it is that you're buying, that they're going to be the same fit every time. So when you find the right fit and the right shirt, whatever it is that you're getting, you will know that you can continue to get these and they're going to be the same. They're going to fit the same. And, oh, and they have, the, isn't that the dream? Like it with shoes, the dream. you buy a pair of shoes and you love them. And then in two years, they don't make them anymore. Right. Yeah. In this case, I know, believe me, believe me, I know. Like their stuff, I mean, I, and it fits so well. And I think about a word like tailored, like a man, a man of your build can wear like a tailored thing and look good. I just look like I don't know how to buy clothes, but their stuff fits. It actually F-I-T-S fits. And I don't know what the difference is. And here's the magic part. There's this costly shirt I like from them. That's amazing. I bought two of them. And then I thought when I buy the third one, I'm going to try it in a different size. 
The large fit me great and the extra large still fit me. So I might be a shapeshifter. I don't know what's happening. But isn't like when you buy, you ever buy like a t- a cheap t-shirt, you wash it twice and then it's weird. Yeah. It just gets weird. Like yeah. an 80s concert shirt. It takes on an uncanny shape. Like, and that does not happen with their stuff. It's, it's really as good. I'll stop talking now. I'm a fan. I'm a fan too. And, uh, and I think the listeners will probably become fans once they get one of these things. They Mac Weldon known, I think first for making like the most comfortable underwear. And then they, they've also got socks that I love. They've got shirts, undershirts, hoodies, sweatpants, uh, the, the best stuff you're ever going to wear. They even have this silver underwear and shirts, mm-hmm. which are antimicrobial. You can't tell by looking at them that they have silver fibers woven into them. I thought they'd be shiny. Yeah, like something from uh, like a like a yeah, like a like a Logan like a Logan's, Logan's run. run is exactly what it came into my mind. Wait, now what's the one with the guy with Tweaky? Tweaky and Professor Buck uh, Rogers. Apocalypse. Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers. <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Um, there's a, <laughs> but this means antimicrobial. They they eliminate odor, uh, so you can get those. They're great for for working out or just going out in. They're really really mm-hmm. awesome, and they have a special deal going: twenty percent off your first order. At Mac Weldon, which is spelled M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N, MacWeldon.com, enter promo code B2W at -hmm. checkout, and you'll get that 20% off your first order. So thanks very much to MacWeldon.com for making this show possible. Thanks, Mac Weldon. Buck, buck. Wearing one of their shirts right now. I'm wearing, um, what am I wearing? Oh, so I'm not wearing their t-shirt. I'm wearing the latest uh, Accidental Tech Podcast shirt with the evolution of the Mac. And then on top of that, I am wearing a Mac Weldon long sleeve shirt. And they have extra long cuffs that you can fold back. Oh, they're great. Woo, good clothing. Good, good clothing. Uh, well, see, now, after all of that, I don't know if I want to talk about anything. Hmm. Just want to call it a day, wrap it up? I don't know. I want to mention a couple things. We should talk about Adam Neely in a minute. Um, you know, this is a very fast recommendation, uh, just because sometimes I... Um, boy, you know, I love podcasts, and I, I, I'm probably the only person in America... Who up oh, there he is? Really let it go. Oh, he's late That's, today. Oh, he's he's super late today. Really open it up. Ha na 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 na. I'm probably the only person in America. There's a Venn diagram of me, I think, where like I'm the circle and the circle. Mm-hmm. And uh the only person in America probably who genuinely loves podcasts, who subscribes to literally dozens of podcasts, over a hundred. Um, and, uh, and I run out of podcasts. I'm probably the only person who runs out of podcasts. And when I run out of podcasts, I do something where I go to Overcast. And now that Overcast is popular, this is not nearly as useful as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it used to be that when Overcast was just for dorks who knew Marco, right. the recommendations or suggestions in general were just fantastic. The most popular shows were all mostly shows I listened to, but also stuff I could trust. Anyway, it's all crazy now and it's got Joe Rogan and stuff and, ugh. but I do sometimes, uh, you know, even a blind hog finds an acorn once in a while. And so I uncited a hog title. And um, <laughs> I, uh, I discovered, how did I discover this? I tried like four different shows last week and they were all like, do to do, go to our thing, do to do. And I found one via, it was Marco, as recommended by Marco, which just basically means, you know, he linked to it at some point. I think he linked to it as a result of ATP. But in the episode I listened to, they talked about ATP and I thought, hmm, it sounds like Marco and John listened to this show. I should give this a try. And it's a show called Fun Fact. You can find them at funfact.fm. Now, I'm not, I can't even, like, every way I describe this show will make it sound like what it's not. So um, it's a show, perhaps like something like Omnibus, uh, it is a show where they talk about 
some facts that they bring. It could be, it could remind you a little bit of no such thing as a fish. It could remind you of other various kinds of shows. It could remind you of Ungenius, where you bring in a Wikipedia article. But these two guys, one American, one Canadian, we got both of them. They come in and they each bring fun facts and then they talk about it. And it's got a little bit of flavor of maybe a little bit of CGP Grey, a little bit of Omnibus. Check out funfact.fm. It's a fairly recent show, uh, but I'm really enjoying it. Um, and uh, and I suggest you uh, you check it out if you're looking for a nice addition. And they're, they're nice and they're, ni- they're nice boys. They're not controversial. You know I'll check saying? it out. I like the name. Fun fact. Uh, back to Launch Bar. We don't have time to talk about that. Um, using Launch Bar again a lot. Launch Bar instead of Spotlight. I thought you liked OmniFocus. I both. There's a command in Launch Bar to search Spotlight. I don't know. I just been away for a while. You know, I don't have time to talk about it. I just I've been away from thinking about it a lot for a while. And over so basically in the last couple weeks, I've gotten back into Launch Bar. And uh, it's for no particular reason. It doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. There's no reason except that I ended up using it more and I forgot all the stuff that it does, which is crazy because it does so much stuff and I forgot it. But I don't know. I started noticing stuff like, uh, I don't know, like how easy it is to add a reminder to your reminders list from Launch Bar, how easy it is to add a calendar thing from your calendar. And I just, I forgot how much like my beloved Quicksilver this is. It sucks in all of the services. It pulls in all, the, for those who don't know, and I can't believe anybody would know at this point, uh, there's a class of applications on macOS called an app launcher that at the basic level, it'll, it's closest to Spotlight. If you've used Spotlight before, we can search your Mac. Um, but it basically has a couple things to it. Uh, I think Quicksilver was probably the first one of these that really caught on. It was one of my early obsessions on 43 folders starting in 2004, but an app launcher. So at the most basic level, you open this thing usually with, you know, a little uh, key- keyboard command and you type a couple things, uh, type some letters, and then you can launch an app. That- that's the basic thing. I-, I-, I can't believe I'm saying this. I sound like an idiot because, of course, I've been talking about this for 15 years literally 15 years. But um, but then there's so much more you can do with it. Uh, the first thing, uh, after that other first thing, is that it starts learning what you type before you open a thing. So if you want to type, as an example, I think uh, I saw somebody mention is, if you, want, if you like to type the letter X and the letter L to launch Excel by Microsoft, it will learn that. In addition to which, you can add your own arbitrary abbreviation, which I would not do at first because it's better to let the dingus learn. But uh, it's just so great. So I just I type uh, R R E M, not the band, and my r- list called Reminders in the Reminders app comes up. That's great. Like it's learned. That's the list I use. Yeah. I type the space bar. I just hit space, and now it's a text entry field. And I start typing. Remember to call Dan at sign you know seven p.m. And it puts it into the reminders, and you're done. That's it. Love that. That's awesome. There's so much more than that. It has a clipboard history. Uh, it does, you know, I think it does append, append and prepend. But like, yeah, over the weekend, I had it on my task list. Get back into Launch Bar. Spend some time with it. Really learn what it can do. Reacquaint yourself. And, you know, it's uh, as much as I love iPad and iOS, this is one thing that like, uh, it just, it can save you so much time and effort. And just that being totally keyboardy with it is, uh, it's, it's such a blessing to have that. So, uh, highly recommended launch bar. Yeah, I wonder how much like your, your and my youth growing up where first there was no mouse and then having the mouse added much, much later, yeah. um, how much that has 
played into our desire to do as much as possible on a keyboard and not have to mouse over to do things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I do. I do. Or, or think about, think about, <laughs> think about our kids. We're like, you know, she is, obviously she uses a mouse because she uses, uh, um, you know, desktops at school, but everything she has at home is a touch interface, right. either a touch interface on iOS or uh, if she is using my MacBook or or, or her mom's um, MacBook, she's using the pad. Mm-hmm. So yeah, erasers for her, like, mm, what is that? But really, especially think about that touch interface. And all, you know, in, in the case of like last night, we need to order her yearbook. You know, fifth grade is ending, you order a yearbook. Right. And, and sh- she and my wife both like instantly like pick up an iPad. And I'm like, I feel like John Syracuse. I'm like, what are you doing? You're going to like... S- put photos you get to have custom pages you're gonna do all of that on an ipad like are you out of your mind and they're like oh it's fine you just it'll work and i'm like ah no no move right. and i go and i get <laughs> i get the mac i get the macbook pro <laughs> and i'm like no we're gonna do it this way we're gonna select all the photos we want on the ipad we'll send them into icloud do it over here but you know this is again we're the old men we're the old men and then we're the old men on top of the old men right there's been like two revolutions at least in our nearly adult life and yeah, you're absolutely right. It's a different world. Anytime my about? son will, will reach out and touch the screen, like he does it, you know, he knows very much, very, very well the difference between his iPad and the, you know, older MacBook Pro that he has. But so he does it less. My daughter, who's only really using an iPad, she uses a computer occasionally in, in school. She'll sometimes reach out and touch the screen when she wants to like launch an icon or something oh, or launch dude. an app. Oh, I oh love my god! It. I like love the first, razzing her about it. It's like the highlight of my month when she does that. I, I remember the first time. I remember. I feel like I remember specifically. It might have been in Firefox, uh, but the first time that I touched the top of my screen to scroll to the top of the page. Mm-hmm. First time I touched my Mac. <laughs> okay, so Saturday night. This is this is so bad, and I know everybody does this and has an anecdote, but this happened on Saturday, like last, Saturday before last. We go to see the wonderful Brian Regan at the Masonic here in town. Uh, he was great. Love Brian Regan. Yo, toe! Highly recommended. Brian Regan's first album, Brian Regan Live, very highly recommended. We go to see Brian Regan. My ladies go to the ladies, and I'm out in the, the beautiful hallway at our level looking at old photos of the Masonic, which is, you know, built when Christ was a corporal. And um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful building, and these beautiful giant photos. And you know what I did. You know what I did. I didn't have my glasses on. I, I walked up to it and caught myself right before I started pinching to zoom. No. You've never done that? I, oh, I've I, done I, it. Al- I almost do it probably almost once a week on a real life object. And my kid's done it. I've seen my wife do it. You walk up to a real life object and just before you touch whatever that object is, yep. you're like, oh my God. I know, I know. It, and I'll, t- I'll tell you- Can you believe that? Would you ever, I mean, who, but in 2000, whatever, seven, who could have imagined we I would know. do that? No, it's horrible. That's insane, Dan. I'll tell you something worse than that. They've rewired our pathways and we let it happen. It's crazy. So my regular glasses that I'm wearing most of the time are for, primarily for distance viewing. I can read stuff with them, but I get eye strain if I'm, if I spend too much time like in front of a computer or reading a book or something. And, mm-hmm. and so I have sep- a separate pair of glasses that are my computer glasses that I'm supposed to wear when I'm sitting in front of a computer. And then I've got another pair, which is my distance ones with like bifocals on the bottom. I've got another pair that's progressive that I cannot, cannot adapt to. But so what I, what my MO nowadays is I have the distance ones on. And then when I need to see something that's 
anywhere closer than arm's length to my face. I will put my glasses up on my head like you would do with sunglasses and look at the, look at the thing. Because apparently as you get to be like middle-aged, you have the, um, the, the vision thing where you pull something away from your eyes. You can't see up close anymore. I guess they call you gotta that. You got to find the sweet spot. Right. And right? so, yeah. And there's a sweet spot and your, your arm mostly knows based on, tick, 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 you do this like, like Terminator analysis of what you're looking at and, and the, the amount of light increasingly right. Right. importantly for me. Yeah. Is it, is it blindingly bright like I need it or, <laughs> right. and your arm knows how to like, tick, 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 move right. it to and just it the just right goes distance. Exactly. Now, my glasses, and I don't know if this is true for all glasses or just my prescription, but they add what the doctor was calling steps. He's like, oh, the, your glasses add two steps. So that's why uh, you're having to move things so far away. So now I'll just sort of like pop the glasses up so they're kind of like on my forehead, you yeah. know? And mm-hmm. uh, and, and then, <laughs> I'll, then I'll bring the phone. I can bring the phone closer in and I can I can see it and it's fine. And now I have found... That if I have to do some other fine detail work that doesn't involve looking at my phone, but like reading the back of like this uh, pack of gum here, yeah, if I want to sure. read the ingredients, oh god, I'll pop my glasses up. And then the other day I was trying to pinch the freaking ingredients on the oh back my, of some box you on did a real it. life oh my item. God. <gasps> so I'm standing, imagine this, that I've got my glasses perched up on my forehead. I'm scrunching up my nose like this, and then oh, I'm pinching and zooming on the in- ingredients in the back of a box. Uh, what? Who am why I, Why did they Merlin? have to print it so small? <laughs> <laughs> what does everything have to be so to, small I was, for? I, I do, I have a, a method of uh, cable organization that's a little bit savage, but works, which is that I have a banker's box for, for, for the house cabling. I have a banker's box at the house. And each inside of it are many, many one-gallon Ziploc bags where I've written on them with an IdentiPen what's inside. This is Lightning. This is USB-C. This is USB-A. This is stuff related to Apple Watch. And it's a great great simple system for home. But I have one called Power. And in Power, it's just a bunch of like (laughs) things related to Power. And, And one problem is, now see, if I'm using, if I'm deploying, what do you call those small uh, Apple plugs? for charging ios the little ones they've classically given you the little the little yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah but the problem is they're different wattages for different things oh, you yeah. don't want to be using the wrong one to power your ipad pro so the ones that i've deployed in production as you say all have stickers on them they either have a sticker this is going to sound sexist it sounds sexist but it's not it's either got the hulk or it's got wasp you follow me white it's got Anglo-Saxon. it or no. Oh. See, they got Janet or Bruce on it. Oh, okay. So I can immediately see, is this a Hulk one that'll power anything, or is this a oh, Janet one where cool. I want to like, mostly use it for other things? Because you don't want to mess up, mess up your Janets and your Bruces. Mm-hmm. So I had a few of these that had accumulated, and as you do, I'd reorganize them into the banker's box with, with the Ziploc bag, and I had like two or three of those, because you know they come with everything. <laughs> like a teenager. And so <laughs> I, I'm like, okay, uh, what sticker do these get? What's this for? Right. And then I've got, I've got one that's kind of a funny size and I can't remember. It's not a USB C. So I'm not sure what the power is. Tell me about the last time <laughs> that you tried to determine the wattage or the whatever you want to call it, the yeah. powering power yeah. of one of these Apple. When's the last time you tried? How'd that God, go? I don't, I don't even remember, but I. That's I, pr- basically, it's printing CCC on EEE. 
Not, I don't want to talk HTML here, <laughs> right. but the, the letters are are jokey small. Yeah. The letters are in CCC and the background is EEE, essentially. Or maybe it's imp- impossible to read. Uh, utterly impossible. So I do what I do. I take out my phone. I tap the side three times and I get old man super zoom. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> and it's like I can still, even holding very still because of my aging quivers and tremors, I can still barely see what the thing says. It's insane. And <sighs> I don't want to pinch the zoom on my dingus. It's abusive. Oh my God. Designed in California. Give me a break. Dan, we're running a little bit long today. Mm. So uh, why don't you tell me about, I believe you might have a third thing that you like, and then I'm going to assign some homework. Okay. Uh, is it that is, okay? Is that yeah, all right? I like that. Uh, it's okay. Squarespace. Oh, Squarespace. Squarespace, you know the drill, but I'm going to tell I you, I yes. actually just had occasion. I want to, I want to spoil the surprise, no, but I'm making... It making a new website. I am making a site. And of course, I I started out by doing what all sane, rational, and intelligent people do. And I went to squarespace.com slash it's your show. And I started making a new website. And it it had Mm -hmm. been a little while since I was starting to use (laughs) a a from scratch building a site. It has not been a long time since I use Squarespace. I use it almost every day, but... Yeah. I had not gone in and said, I'm just going to start brand new, make a new account, make a new site and go through that. And it, first of all, it's so fast and easy to get started doing this. It is, you, you think, oh, there's going to be a lot of forms. It's like the bare minimum information. They, they don't even ask you anything. You just mm-hmm. kind of start by building the site. It's, it's absolutely genius. You yeah. get in there and you're like, okay. And then right away, they're like, what kind of site are you going to, are you making? Yes. And you start yes. typing like, oh, a, a site to do this. And, and it here. draws you in because it's like, how do you want it to look in general? Don't worry, right. you can change this later. You forget. It's like having a Billy bookcase from Ikea where you're like, I've been loving and using this thing for years. And believe me, it's way easier to set up than Ikea furniture. But like you forget like, like even ever making it. I don't remember making most of my sites because they are so easily maintainable. But mm, Magnifique, treat yourself to setting up a Squarespace site because it is a wonder of usability. It really is. It's a joy to use. It's great fun. You start out with these great templates that they continuously update. There's always something new there. And they'll show you examples of these sites. You pick the template you want. You're not committed to it. You can change it. All the content just moves over. It's so easy to do. It's so nice. And it's it's so easy to integrate other things into it, like it, your own videos or your images or whatever. And it's all drag mm-hmm. and drop. It you doesn't just drag make... stuff around. You go Amazon thing, boom, drag it in. It, it shouldn't uh, It shouldn't be that easy to do. I mean, it used to be like in some cases I have talked at length. I think maybe oh, it might have been before the show, but talking about like having to go and edit whatever it's called headers.php and stuff like that and doing all of that i mean even if you're doing some kind of a cool json thing and all that stuff you're still having to go type a bunch of stuff and in this case you don't have to type a bunch of stuff you type it's all human readable it's all the kind of stuff that you could do yourself or or you if somebody else wanted like a site you could get this set up for them in no time but you might want to let them do it because it's a nice easy thing to do and it's all how do i put this dan it's all human understandable Right. If you want to get under the hood, they'll let you get under the hood, but you don't want to get under the hood. Let them be under the hood. You just drive the car. Squarespace. They can have that. Squarespace.com slash it's your show. Get a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use the offer code. It's your show. One word. And you will Mm -hmm. save 10% off your first purchase. So support us and support yourself making something awesome. 
squarespace.com slash it's your show. Thanks to Squarespace for making this show possible. Thank you, Squarespace. Bok, bok. Oh, Dan, Easter's coming up. Easter oh is gosh. coming up. That's a big deal. Bok, bok. Yeah. Thank um, you, Easter Bunny. Thanks, Easter Bunny. Um, and then one of them has a black eye. Whew, it's abusive, that commercial. Uh, we watched old, how did it happen? It happened that my daughter wandered in this morning as I was, I had a thing in my head. I had a couple things in my head. One thing I had in my head is a thing she sang to me last night. I went to a Chinese restaurant to buy a loaf of bread and she had this, and it's the stupid song, bread, bread, bread. It's been in my head all night, all morning. And then this morning I had, uh, the mother we share by churches in my head. You can see man's which is incredibly catchy. But then, worse than either of those, I had the tagline for WTOG, St. Petersburg, Tampa, our UHF affiliate when I was in junior high. <laughs> I had their tagline in my head. Okay, WTOG 44. <clears throat> you ready? Uh-huh. Look who's doing more, 44, WTOG. Look who's doing more. I go on YouTube and I'm searching <laughs> for things about WTOG and I somehow got into the rabbit hole of old commercials because they had one for a Craftmatic bed where if you call them, you get a free Polaroid camera. My daughter wanders in as I'm seeing them and I go, I got a free camera and I got a free camera. <laughs> and she's like, what are you watching? And I said, it's complicated. There's this church's song and your Chinese restaurant bread song. And then I got this in my head. Look who's doing more 44. And at that point she should have walked out, but we ended up watching 70s uh tv toy commercials oh those are amazing 70s it and 80s are amazing it was a journey she's like so wait a minute gi joe there's only like one gi joe he's like well eventually had other gi joes but like it's really all about the accessories and she's like oh like american girl dolls and i'm like yes like american yeah, girl dolls yeah. but those aren't dolls those are action figures and they and they're 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 troops so show some respect thank you for your service gi joe there you go Dan, um, this is, this is, uh, this is, how do I put this? This is not a full episode topic. It's a very small topic, but I'm going to give some homework to people. As, as listeners to this show know, I'm a, I'm a fan, big fan of the YouTube videos of a guy named Adam Neely. And Adam Neely is a, um, very accomplished, uh, bass player. He's a gig, a regular gigging performer in, uh, in, uh, New York. And I really recommend his videos. I think he gets better and better. I've, I've always thought he's good, but he gets better and better at it. And I've learned so much from his videos. The videos where he answers questions from YouTube comments is fantastic. Highly recommended. Um, so I'll put, actually, I don't have his actual page in here, but I'd like you all to watch a video that is in show notes. And the title of the video is bump, bump, bump. My worst train wreck. I don't want to say too much about it this week. And this is not, don't worry, don't worry. This is not important. This is not deep, but it'll be more fun if y'all have seen the video. Uh, you, did you watch the video? Yeah, it sure did. Isn't it pretty good? Yeah, it's very good. Isn't it funny when he's like acting it out with the black and white part? <laughs> yes. I wasn't sure what, what it was going to be about. At I know, first, like, where is know? this going? Right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like, it's like reading Stephen King's on writing where you're like, these are all interesting stories about your youth, but what does this have to do with writing? And then you're like, Oh yeah, I see. Yeah. He's oh, not, that, that, he, that, bee, that beehive was actually important to how, why you write the way you do. <laughs> he did very well in getting his point across about, I think it was right about midway. It I'm been like, funny just oh. as an anecdote, but then he takes it somewhere. Yeah. He took it somewhere really cool. 
very back to work. So all I'm going to say is, please go. I will also find for show notes Adam Neely's channel. Um, he's great. Um, and so uh, please go watch the video, My Worst Train Wreck, from Adam Neely. And uh, and I, I just would like to talk about it next week because it feels very, ends up being, it's very funny, but it also ends up being, I think, godly back to work E. Well, thank you for sending that to me. And I, I recommend it also. And we'll talk about that next week, I guess. Maybe more about pens and rubbers. We, we, who knows what kind of follow-up we're going to have. I think it's going to be amazing follow-up. It's hard to say. It's Dan, it's Tuesday and it's the optimistic day. Mm-hmm. We're canceling the apocalypse. Oh my God, follow-up. Christ on a cracker. What? What happened? I screwed up. I screwed up that fantastic episode. Well, not fantastic episode. I had eight good minutes in the last episode at the top where I talked about act as though as a strategy. And I mentioned the speech by, uh, what's his name? Pecker Norway. Uh, uh, probable, uh, Stacker, Stacker Pentecost, the Stacker Pentecost speech (laughs) (laughs) from Pacific Rim one. And, uh, and then I said, oh, I think he has this other thing about, you know, we're going to act like the world's going to continue to spin. That's a really good speech. You know, I got that real wrong. It was not, I did not know that. Oh no. Cause then my family watched the first Avengers movie in the days after that, it is totally a Nick Fury line from the first Avengers movie. He says, until such time as the world ends, we will act as though it intends to spin on. Isn't that a good line? Yes, that's a good one. It's not the, uh, I, I like your, I like your original yeah. Uh, mistake better. Yeah. Hmm. My favorite waste of time. God, I'm the worst. Uh, nah, don't, so don't think, take uh, it so hard. Don't, don't pick it. Don't take it so hard. <laughs> Let it heal. Medium needed putty rubber. Should close that tab. Uh, so Dan, uh, I think we've helped a lot of people on this optimistic day. Are you good? I am very good. Okay, well, let's button this up. All right. Okay, I love you. Love you too, Merlin Man. <laughs>